We are continuing our study of the Taryag Mitzvot. <coughs> and today we are up to the 376th Mitzvah. Shelo Yitameh Nazir Bemet Ushar Tumot. This is the law that says the Nazir is not allowed to contract or come in contact with any uh, Tum'ah, including, of course, Tum'at Met, which is the most stringent. It's a negative commandment, and it's in Parashat Naso. The Pasuk reads, Le'abiv ul'imo, etc., lo yitama, perikvav Pasuk Zayin, which means even for his closest relatives, including his parents, if they pass, he is not allowed to become Tameh for them. Now the Sefer HaChinuch over here goes through a beautiful uh, distinction between a Nazir and a Kohen. The question is that it seems that the Nazir's rules are even more strict than a regular Kohen Hedyot. Let's review the laws. The law is that a regular Kohen is allowed to become impure for the closest of his relatives, the seven close relatives. Whereas a Nazir, that's clearly not a Kohen, doesn't have to be a Kohen at least, he's a regular guy, and all of a sudden, because he accepts upon himself Nazirut, he takes on stringencies that even a Kohen Hediot doesn't have. So the question over here is, why? So the Rav over here says something beautiful. Ki kedushat kohen what makes a person a Kohen? Nothing of his own doing. He was just born into the right tribe. It's not like he accepted upon himself to be a Kohen. And actually, he writes, there is no difference between the way a Kohen Hedyot lives or anybody else. Meaning, besides the week that he goes to the Beit HaMikdash to serve, the other 51 weeks of the year, he lives with his family, he eats with them, he enjoys with them, he's connected with them socially, and therefore, since he's part of the family, so to speak, and part of their lives, again, by the week that he's in the Beit HaMikdash, so therefore, when they pass away, obviously he's connected to them, he feels it, and therefore he has sorrow. Torah's ways are, and if a person's going to have that uh, anguish when there's a loss in the family, even if you're acquainted, you're, the Hanuk says, by all means, <coughs> he must participate. Where is, when it comes to a Nazir, a Nazir is not born a Nazir in most cases, a Nazir accepts upon himself the Nazirut. And when he accepts upon himself the Nazirut, he um, accepts upon himself to live a life of not only a physical depri- deprivation, but it leads to social deprivation, which means, obviously, he's not going to sit at the parties where the people are drinking wine anymore, and he starts to remove himself from all physical things, and ultimately, he's moving closer to the godly things and the divine things and away from the regular things that concern people. And therefore, he's not interested in what he calls the ta'anugim, uh, the pleasures of life, except for avodah kedoshah. So therefore, this guy over here, the Nazir, basically is like a Kohen Gadol, where a Kohen Gadol is just living in the Beit HaMikdash the whole time. 
and therefore he's removed from, and it doesn't bother them so much because they're really out of this world technically. So therefore, when one of even a family member dies, since the Nazir is so close, connected to God, he's one step out. And therefore, the Torah does not demand him, a man who voluntarily accepted to live a life uh, of separation, therefore he does not uh, have to make a, a subject of Tum'ah. Now, he does write, and this is obviously a strong question, but wait, after 30 days, the Nazir goes back to regular life. So, so it's a 30-day item. So therefore, after 30 days, the guy's back in the family. The guy's back to regular life. So therefore, why, where a Kohen Hedyot is a Kohen forever. So therefore, why is it that a Nazi that just accepted upon himself uh, an Izu for 30 days, during those 30 days at least, so you're telling me that he has a, uh, uh, such a stringency? So he writes, <laughs> He runs back after to the law, to the desires. So he says a big hadush. He says, Nizirut is going to be contagious in the sense that once he already tasted the life of Nizirut and he tasted the life of godliness and living in perishut and abstinence, so the rule is, that somebody that comes to purify himself, they're going to help him. And odds are, either he'll renew his Nizirut or he's still going to live and he's not going to go back to the old life that he had. So therefore, it's going to lead him to, his whole focus on what's priorities in life is going to be different even after his nizirut <coughs> is over. Now, regarding some of these mitzvot and the laws that apply to the nazir, there's certain types of tum'ah that the nazir's nizirut is broken, which means it's a reset. He has to shave his hair and he starts to count again 30 days. I want to list today the list of tum'ot that invalidate the nizirut and cause him to restart. So the Hanuk actually lists, if a person comes in contact with a nephil, a nephil is a, a child that was miscarried, or a kezayit from a met, or a kezayit from what he calls netzel. Netzel is flesh of a body that started to decay. Or he came in contact with the majority of the bones of a dead person. A person has 248 limbs, so he came in contact with 125 of them, and or he came in contact with the majority, which is called Rov Binyano, the majority of the frame of the body, even though it's not the majority of the uh, of the bones themselves. Or let's say he came in contact with a half a kav of bones. That's a shiur, half a kav of bones, even though they are not Rov Binyan and they are not Rov uh, Binyan. Or he came in contact with the spine. The spinal column is its own tum'at, tum'at shidra. Or the skull, which is the gulgolet. A limb, eber menamet, also was metameh. Eber menahai, a limb that comes off and falls off a live person, as long as it has a certain amount of flesh on it, also will bring tum'at. Half a log of dam from one met also brings the nazir to tum'at. This means if he touched it, any of these items that we mentioned, if he lifted them without touching it, or in the case of Tumat Ohel, he was under the same roof of these items, it will bring Tum'ah onto the Nazir. This law applies in all places, at all times, men and female alike. The Rambam says a big Hadush over here, that a Nazir that makes himself Tameh B'mezid, how many sins does he transgress? 
according to Arambam, he is in contempt of four separate Isurim. And they are this Isur over here of Lo Yitama. Number one, he made himself impure. Number two, Lo Yahel Devaro. He's a Nazir and he made himself a vow of Nazirut. By becoming Tameh B'Mezid, he broke his vow. And therefore, he's in contempt of breaking a vow. He also is in contempt of Lo Te'acher Leshalemo. When a person makes a vow, he must fulfill his vow as soon as possible. By the Nazir becoming Tameh on purpose, he now delayed his Nazirut because he has to start the count again. A willful delay of a Nazirut, Rambam says, he's Oved Lo Te'acher. And if he actually walked into the house of the Tum'ah, he's in contempt of what we learned yesterday. Yesterday's Isur was, Al kol nafshot met lo yavo. And if he's a, if he's a, if he's a ba, so therefore his Tum'ah is now subject to that Isur as well. And therefore, the Isur of the Nazi to become Tamer has great uh, uh, halakhic ramifications in the realm of that it's possible to do one avon and be over four lavim in one shot.